and we're live hey guys i hope y'all are doing well i hope you're kind of starting to get settled in and finding you your new normal during these times i definitely am but today before we dive into starting a podcast and how i started my podcast i want to talk about the ad that you just heard so I recently got the opportunity to start adding ads onto my podcast, which is incredible because prior to this point, I have made zero dollars off this podcast. I really just started it for a hobby and it still is a hobby. It's not something I'm like trying to, you know, make a livelihood off of, but it would be nice to be able to offset some of the costs of a podcast because there are some costs that we'll talk about today um, and I've just financed that all myself. And so, yeah, I am glad that at the beginning of every episode, I'll have the opportunity to insert one or two ads um, that'll help, you know, finance this podcast going forward. And it's nothing crazy. It's not like I'm making hundreds of dollars, anything like that. Just so you know, I'm really just making actually a very small amount of money, but hopefully over time it'll, you know, help offset some of the costs. But Starting from now on, there will be advertisements at the beginning of every episode, um, maybe only one or two. It'll be like less than two minutes total, so feel free to skip through them. I'm not requiring you to listen to them. I don't need you to listen to them, but um, I just want to let y'all know that anything that I do put as an advertisement that I record, you know, an, an ad segment for, it is something that I'm actually endorsing and that I do believe in and whatever product or service that might be today it's anchor which is really fitting because starting talking about starting a podcast today Um, and that's my hosting service which I'll talk more about but yeah just just know that anything that I advertise to y'all I do believe in so it's not just something to make money it's something to help y'all and you know offset the cost of this podcast so we can keep it running So that's all I have to say about ads. There won't be any after this point, you know, they'll always all be at the beginning. Um, But yeah, I hope it's not too upsetting to y'all or too off-putting. So yeah, feel free to skip through them. I just wanted to let y'all know because I'm sure when you heard the ad at the beginning, you were a little bit confused. So I wanted to, you know, have some clarification there. But Before we get into, you know, the step-by-step tutorial, which is kind of what we're doing today, is talking about step-by-step from the beginning to, you know, your first episode launching, how you start a podcast. And I really wish I had an episode like this to listen to from someone else before I started my own because I figured out how to start a podcast all by myself. Like, no one helped me. I did the research. I, you know, I really sought out the information, but... I know this would have been really useful for me and I know this could be really useful for y'all because a lot of y'all said, seems like you were interested in starting a podcast, especially during these times when we have extra time. So whether it be a podcast or, you know, a YouTube channel, an Instagram blog, uh, I don't know what else, just some side hustle or hobby if you've ever really been interested and never had the time, I really urge you to, you know, like get started on that one thing I will say about podcasting is that it is a lot of work on the front end like just getting all the parts moving but once you know everything's in place it's actually really easy and I'll talk more about that again later but if you wanted to start a podcast you do have to dedicate a little bit of time up front 
Um, and if you have the time right now, I would encourage you to take advantage of it because once, you know, life returns to normal and things get crazy, like you might not have the time to do all the, the front end steps, but you'll, if you have finished those already, you'll easily be able to continue with your podcast. Cause again, I'm pretty busy on a usual like in usual regular life, real life, I don't know. I have two jobs. I'm a full-time college student. I'm involved in my sorority. I have other clubs that I'm a part of. I, you know, help direct a magazine. So yeah, I have a lot going on, but I'm glad that over winter break 2019 going into 2020, I had the chance to, you know, get all these steps out of the way. And now it really doesn't take a ton of time every week for me to Um, execute my weekly episode. But yeah, we're just going to go ahead and dive into my step-by-step tutorial. So I hope this is interesting. I hope, I feel like it might take a little bit longer than usual, so please stick around. It is a lot of information, but if you're really interested in starting a podcast, like, you will want to know all of this. So yeah, It's better to spend more time listening to one podcast than spending 10 plus hours researching things on your own. I'm hoping to, you know, have everything in one place of how to start and how to, you know, execute through your first few episodes. So yeah, here we go. So step one is figuring out what you want to talk about and knowing like why you want to start a podcast. So just kind of brainstorming in your head um, a topic and knowing like what's your motivation behind starting a podcast what do you want people to learn what do you want to share um you know kind of start thinking about those things so whenever a lot of podcast people like I don't know what you would call them like people who talk about how to start podcasts or just like people who know a lot about podcasts the first thing they say is to find your niche which essentially just means like your place where you fit in into the podcasting world. And so one great thing about podcasts, which is why I started a podcast instead of like a YouTube channel or just another Instagram is because there are actually not that many podcasts in comparison to how many YouTube channels there are, how many Instagram accounts there are. Like podcasting is definitely a less saturated space and it's almost like five times like YouTube is five times more saturated than podcasting. There are under a million podcast accounts, but or shows or whatever, but there are like five million plus YouTube channels. So I knew I wanted to start a podcast because it would be easier for people to find me because there's less you know, less clutter. Um, and I also had a topic that I wanted to talk about, which was like college and career and just like motivation and inspiration and all that kind of stuff. So you want to find like where you fit into the community. You don't want it to be too broad. So um, you want people to know kind of what you're about by maybe your name and like the blurb. There's like a blurb whenever you click on a podcast, like a short description. You want people to be able to like tell what you're about so they can quickly know if they're, if they want to listen or not. Because if you can't like sell yourself really quickly up front, then people won't be coming back. So anyway, that's a lot to say, but first you want to choose, you know, what you're talking about, know why you want to start a podcast and figure out like how you can build a brand around that topic. Um, 
and how, you know, I feel like my podcast, when I started, I definitely had very much tunnel vision with exactly what kind of content I wanted. And then I realized that some things don't perform as well as others. So know that this brand that you're creating can evolve around, oh, can evolve um, over time, but you need a starting point. So if you want to do, um, you know, there's a ton of podcasts about Bachelor recaps if you like watching The Bachelor, or there are podcasts that are just like funny stories with your friends, um, or there are podcasts that are talk all about astrology or anything. So figure out what topic that you want to talk about and kind of make it something that you think you could talk about for more than 50 episodes. So you choose your topic as step one. Step two is to figure out if you want it to be a solo podcast or co-hosted with someone else. So there are pros and cons to each like having a solo episode or having a co-host episode. And then there's kind of like a third model um, that's like a solo podcast, but with a guest, which is where like one of the podcasts I listen to called The Real Real is kind of like that where this girl, Natalie, she's the primary, like she's the host, but every episode she has a different guest. So she's never really alone. She's done like two solo, completely solo episodes. But um there's like that model, there's co-hosting where you have two people um, and then like sometimes you might have a third one as a guest or something and then there's kind of like my model where it's primarily just me talking and then like occasionally I'll have guests on. So figure out what kind of model that you want to do and so here are like some pros and cons of each. So like having a solo podcast is great because you don't have to rely on anybody you can do it all yourself do it all on your own time and so that's why I prefer solo podcasting but also there's some cons to that like you're doing all the work yourself you know if you had co-host you could divide the work up um and also like for some people it's impossible for them to talk for 45 minutes straight without like you know stumbling and stuttering all over the place which again something I've practiced but I think some people have it and some people don't. Um, And like having a co-host can be nice because y'all can, you know, feed off the energy of each other and talk and laugh. And it's just like sometimes more entertaining that way, Um, especially if you're like doing funny stories or something or like bachelor recap, those kind of episodes. Um, Because, you know, it is funny, it's entertaining, whereas like mine, I feel like my podcast episodes tend to be more informative. So you know, I don't need somebody else to, you know, teach y'all with me, you know, I can just do it myself. So figure out, you know, if you want it to be solo, if you want it to be co-hosted, and if you do want to be co-hosted, does your co-host live in the area with you and y'all can meet up every time you want to record? Or do y'all have to figure out how to remotely co-host, which if y'all know the podcast is really well known, it's called Gals on the Go. Um, It's two, you know, influencers that started a podcast together and they record remotely. One of the girls is in Boston and one of them's in Georgia. And every week they record remotely. Sometimes they'll break up and do solo episodes each. They kind of just like go all over the place, but it's like fine because, you know, they have so many listeners. They can really do whatever they want. Um, But when you're starting out, you can't do whatever you want. You have to, you know, have a plan. Um, But yeah, they they have to figure out how to 
record remotely, which you can do through Skype. Um, and if that's like a case for you, you'll probably have to do more research into that because I'm not an expert on remote re- remote co-hosting. But um, yeah, I think I prefer solo episodes, just like what I like to listen to. I think that's also, that's kind of going into step three. I'll just go into step three and kind of backtrack for a sec. Um, so listen to your competitors, feel, figure out like who is talking about similar things in your space and what is their show like? Um, what do you like and dislike about their episodes? Do you like that they're solo episodes or do you like that they have two people, you know, and that might inform whether or not you need a co-host. And um, especially if you do have a co-host, I would 100% recommend making a contract or some type of commitment deal with them. Um, even if it's really informal, nothing like legal, we don't, you don't need to involve your lawyers or anything, but just like write up on, you know, Microsoft Word, a agreement that y'all both come to that you say like, we're going to record this day every week. We're going to put out a podcast every week, every Wednesday or whenever. Um, just so y'all are both on the same page. And if one of y'all, you know, gets lazy and, you know, isn't holding up your end of the bargain, you know, you have an actual contract that you both signed that you're agreeing to. So you can really hold that other person to that agreement. So step two and three in general is figure out if you want it to be solo, if you want it to be just co-hosts, how you want to introduce guests onto the episodes, um, and then figure out, you know, what are your competitors doing? What do similar people, um, similar podcasts do that you like and that you don't like? And how can you adjust your podcast accordingly? Because I'm sure there are plenty of people who listen to those podcasts that like the same things and don't like the same things as you do. And that's where your podcast can shine through. So step four is to pick a name. So this was the hardest part for me. It's what I got hung up on. And this is what took me like three months to figure out. So I wouldn't recommend getting hung up on it for three months, but I would say like make a huge list of names that you like that kind of like hit on the topic that you want to talk about. And But nothing too niche. You want your podcast name to be a little bit broader than like, you know, the topic that you want to talk about just to like get people to come in from different areas and become interested in your topic. Um, So again, I'm trying to think of like what a bad name would be. Like it it wouldn't be good for my podcast to be named like Lessons That Changed My Life. Let's say that. Um, I don't think it would be good for me to have that as my podcast name because one, I'm 20 years old. So There have been very few times or things that have like really changed my life and that's not something I could talk about for 50 episodes. So that wouldn't be a good podcast name. So my podcast name is a little bit more like vague and ambiguous, but you know, you get the the motivational, inspirational feel behind it and that's kind of like an umbrella to which all my topics that I want to talk about fall underneath. So try to pick a name. Again, I would write a list of as many names as you possibly can and maybe like sleep on it, cross some off the list, talk to other people about it, get their feedback, you know, your friends, your family. And I mean, I do think your podcast name is important, but I don't think it's as important as how you brand your podcast and how you, you know, 
execute your content because at the end of the day if your name is awesome but your content sucks like people won't listen so find something broad but that relates to your podcast and I also think like the wittier the better for example uh one podcast I listen to called happy hour by Gretchen Garrity she she um I think her podcast name is kind of witty for her podcast because um, she posts it every Friday, which usually on Fridays you go to happy hour, you know, um, with your coworkers or whatever, or your friends, um, and she talks for an hour, so the length of her episodes are an hour, and she usually, like, talks about happy things or, like, um, has friends on the podcast and they just like laugh and tell funny stories you know it's like an hour of happiness for the listener um, just to hear something and you know be happy so it's really witty for her I don't think mine is super witty but I I would have liked something wittier but you know I couldn't think of anything but if you like think of a really really good pun or something that you know is just really just really good um I would go with something like that, but yeah, again, a name isn't the hugest, hu- most huge deal, um, so don't get too hung up on it. I literally got so hung up on it. Um, again, so write a list, cross them off, sleep on it, get some feedback, and then just pick one. Step five is cover art. So the next thing you need to do is cover art, which cover art is, you know, the the image that you see whenever you click on a podcast. Every podcast has an image associated with it, you know, with the title on it. And so that's your cover art. And you can either design your own cover art or you can commission a friend to do it. And I, or, you know, go on sites like Upwork or 99designs, which is where you can post like a design brief. You can talk about, you know, your podcast, you can upload, you know, your idea for your podcast and then designers can submit their ideas to you. Um, but those like that does cost money. So I would recommend investing in cover art because cover art is basically at the beginning of your podcast, your entire visual brand. And from the marketing side of my brain, I just want to let you all know that like podcasting is equally about quality content and quality marketing so you can have amazing content but if you don't market it you're not your podcast isn't going to grow it's not going to have new listeners and all that stuff and so I would say like if I would put up the money up front if you're not a designer if you are a designer like I am I personally made my own cover art in Adobe Illustrator so I'm a graphic designer that's what I go to school for um so I knew I could do it myself and if you can do it yourself too you could probably even do it in like Canva or something or if you have an iPad with an Apple Pencil you could do it in like Procreate or something like that if those are like skills that you have I would recommend utilizing your skills and saving your money but if you are not a designer I would just not attempt to make your own and just go with finding a designer for to do it um I will say that you can definitely get cover art done for like 50 bucks maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit less depending on who you ask but I would say this is the way to find who to make your cover art because you might be like Kelsey how am I going to find a designer to make my cover art it's very easy so first thing you're going to do is you know find a 
a bunch of podcasts or like look through a bunch of podcasts and take some screenshots of some of your favorite cover arts that you like like the style you like maybe the color scheme you know some inspiration and then reach out to all of those different podcasts on Instagram or you know however you can find to contact them you know maybe they only have a personal Instagram the, the host um so reach out to them and ask like how did you make your cover art or what designer made your cover art and they might say oh I made it myself or they might say oh I I got it done by this girl on Instagram or this guy on Instagram um so find those podcasts and find out who their designer is and go straight to their designer and ask them to make you a cover art and they might have rates already um if especially if they're they are designers if they're not designers and they're just like a a girl that's really good at art and made her own podcast cover art you could say like hey if I send you 40 bucks could you you know design me a podcast cover and I'm sure most people would say yes like if y'all wanted me to design a podcast cover for you I would gladly do it because I'm a designer but I mean of course I don't I don't design for free but if you're interested please just reach out to me I'd love to design your podcast cover but I would say cover art is the one thing where you don't want to skimp on, or there's two things that you don't want to skimp on cheapness. You want to like invest the money in it. So, and the two things that you really want to spend money on, especially when getting your podcast started is your cover art and your podcast mic. But, um, yeah, so cover art is more important than you think. Um, but again, it's just a one-time purchase. So, the the things that do cost money usually in podcasting are one-time upfront charges but they don't last forever so don't worry um I'm not gonna tell you to buy things all the time it's just a few things that you really do need to invest in so the next thing step six is equipment and the only two things you need in terms of equipment are a laptop and a podcast mic so I don't pay for any software um, I, I used to pay for my hosting service, but now I don't. Um, I'll talk about that in step, what is that? Step 11. We're on step six. There's a lot of steps. Um, but yeah, all you need is a quality podcast mic and your laptop. So I currently am using the blue Yeti microphone. I, I don't know. Let me see. I have the box. Oh, there it is. Sorry if you can hear me moving around. Um, let's see. It says the Blue Microphones is the brand. The Yeti is the style. It's silver. It's the ultimate USB microphone for professional recording. Um, there's a bunch of different settings, which I like on this because, um, I, I mean, I'm not like a sound expert, but you need different settings based on if you're recording solo or versus like an interview, a two-way dialogue or a multi, multi-directional dialogue, like if y'all were sitting around a table and you had one microphone. Um, and there's just a bunch of different, like, bunch of different capabilities. And the microphone that I have, um, it costs about $120, I would say. I got it on sale for like $100 um, from Best Buy. And I think it's like, it's basically top of the line in terms of podcast mics like everyone who has like a serious podcast even like people who make like thousands and thousands of dollars off their podcasts 
use this mic. So if you think about it, like $100 one time is not that much money. Um, I will never probably have to buy a mic again, hopefully. Um, so yeah, I would say this is probably your biggest investment. Uh, but again, to me, it's worth it because sound quality is extremely important. Sound clarity is so, so important because you might not realize it, but if you listen to a podcast with bad sound quality and then you listen to a good good sound quality podcast, you'll like automatically only want to listen to the good sound quality one. So you don't want to set yourself up for failure by using your laptop audio. Please don't use your laptop or your phone. Um, I would really recommend investing in a microphone. Now, there are cheaper options. You don't have to pay $100. There's a, a blue microphone, I think, around a $40 price point. There's also other brands like Audio-Technica that are good. Um, but yeah, you don't need something super expensive like for music recording. My first few episodes, I actually used like a music studio recording mic. And I feel like this one is equally as good for for like what I'm doing you know I don't need like to pick on super nuanced you know sounds because again it's just speaking but there are different well what am I trying to say um music recording microphones have different needs than podcast recording microphones so you don't need to get anything super expensive I'm sure you can find a quality microphone for less than $100 and you can always, you know, buy a cheaper one and upgrade later, but I would definitely invest in something better than your laptop audio. And for your laptop, you don't need a MacBook, you don't need anything fancy. All you need in terms of recording software is a voice memos application. So in if you have a MacBook, you know what voice memos are, you know, it just records audio. And that's literally all I use to record this podcast. I plug my mic in and I start recording from my voice memos app. And that's basically all I do. Now, I will talk about in a couple of steps, um, editing software and stuff like that. But in terms of just recording your podcasts, you you know, you don't need to pay for any software. If you don't have a MacBook, I'm sure there's some type of free application you can download that just records audio or maybe your phone or laptop already comes with it. So you can find that software out there for free for sure. So all you need in terms of equipment is a laptop and your microphone. Um, and there, if you just look up like best podcast mics for different price points I'm sure you can find a bunch of options but the blue yeti is pretty much the best slash most popular for serious podcasters so step seven is to figure out your format so figuring out how exactly your podcast is going to work so first things first is you want to figure out how long you want your episodes to be so you can create that expectation for your viewers. For example, I kind of set that my episodes would be like 30 minutes to an hour at length. So if I were one day going to come out with an episode that was 10 minutes long, you know, it would make people confused. So the consistency in length is important, though it doesn't have to be like exactly 45 minutes every single episode. You, if you look at how long my episodes are, you know, they're usually like upper 30 minutes, maybe up to 50 minutes. I had one episode that was like an interview that was an hour and 10 minutes or something. But like, 
generally they all kind of stay the same around 45 minutes, 40, 45 minutes. So you don't have to be set on a number, but like think about like kind of what range you want to stay in because again, that just helps set some consistency for your listener because there are some people who want to listen to 45-minute podcasts. There are some people that want to listen to two-hour podcasts. There are some people who want to listen to 10-minute podcasts. And none of them are wrong as long as you can make them work for you. Um, But just set an expectation. So it doesn't matter what the expectation is, but set it. Um, Figure out, you know, if you have ads at the beginning, you probably won't have ads. But if you are, you know, a podcast that you know, has been around for a little while. I've been around, this is my fourth month of podcasting, which is crazy to think. But um, I just now set the expectation that there will be ads at the beginning of the episode, not in the middle, not at the end. Um, So that's kind of my format. Um, Figure out when you're going to say you're welcome and your goodbye, obviously the beginning and the end, but like, how does that work? Are you going to have an intro and an outro um, recording of like, you know, welcome to what's stopping you with Kelsey Jones and like a slogan or something, you know, um, I don't do that, but there are people who do that. Um, figure out if you want to have intro and outro music. Um, I don't want to have intro and outro music, but you might, um, figure out your frequency. Are you going to be recording and uploading once a week? Are you going to do it every single day? Are you going to do it once a month? Um, I would, say that once a week is probably just the best in terms of frequency for what an audience would want but again it really depends on what you're talking about you know if you're a gaming podcast maybe uploading every single day is what gamers want to hear I really don't know but maybe if people you know if you're like a medical podcast I don't know if like I don't know if you talk about medical stuff or about infectious diseases or I I really don't know but um whatever you talk about like maybe it's more conducive to do it every two weeks because there's just so much research involved I really don't know what would work for you but just figure out kind of some expectations on the format of your podcast and make sure that you plan every single episode so I I mean I don't write out a script word for word of what I'm going to say I really do like say what's on my mind but I have a list right here that I'm looking at as I speak that helps kind of guide me through the the episode so I kind of think about it as like an essay so at the beginning you have an intro um you talk about I talk about kind of like stuff going on in my life. Um, I do the segment of what's stopping me. This week, I didn't really have that segment. Sorry, but um, there wasn't really anything to say. Um, And then like I talk about the meat of the episode and like right now I'm doing a step-by-step tutorial. So I organized it by steps. And then at the end, you'll hear at the end, like I'll say like, thanks guys. I try to talk about the main takeaway from the episode. Usually Um, I will plug, you know, resources or my Instagrams or any of that stuff. And that's kind of how I do my like outro or my goodbye. So figure out, you know, what that format is for you. Make sure you plan it. Um, And yeah, it really doesn't matter what it is, but just stay as consistent as possible. Step eight would be to record your ad spots or your intro or, you know, figure out your intro and outro music. Um, Just all the other stuff that you need to work around besides the main, like, meat of your episode. 
And that'll make stuff really easy for you because then you have like all the little pieces that you need to cut and paste and glue essentially your episode together once you record, you know, the main part of your episode. So I record my ad spots separately. If you have an intro or an outro that you want to record, have them recorded separately. And then like the great thing about Anchor, which um, is my hosting service, which I did the advertisement about, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, is that like it allows you to, you know, just place these things all together and it very, very easily, um, you know, makes a podcast. So... Step nine is to record your freaking episode, okay? So I probably practiced my first episode 10 plus times um, by myself. You know, if you have a co-host, I would recommend maybe practicing by yourself or just like practice talking to yourself. I don't know, practice with your co-host as well. Um, But just like practice your episode as much as possible and then just record it. There are so many different um, like ways to do it um ways to record it again like I said I use voice memos but there are um a bunch of other ways you can do it through your web browser like this um this uh what do you call it website software platform platform that's what I'm looking for this platform called Alitu or Anchor or there are plenty of other ones that like allow you to actually record within their platform online so You don't need to use voice memos. That's just what I like to use. But you can like find something for free on the internet as well. Or if you use Anchor as your hosting service, which I really recommend, um, you can do it through Anchor as well. Step 10 is editing. So editing is optional. Again, I don't edit my podcasts. The only really thing that I do to edit my podcast is if I like was talking right now and I were to really stumble and say something like totally not what I wanted to say. In voice memos, it's really nice because I can just pause the episode and like cut the the end off. Just say like, oh, those past 15 seconds, I don't want those and just delete them and then just go from where you left off. So that's why I like voice memos. But if you want to edit your podcast, you can use Adobe Audition, which is like a software you have to purchase or Audacity. I don't know what the cost with Audacity is. I'm not sure if it's free. If you have GarageBand or iMovie on a MacBook, you can use those for free. Um, And I don't have a ton of advice for you on editing. Just know that like if you have a good quality microphone, you shouldn't need any editing in terms of sound quality. You really should just need to cut stuff. So um, yeah, there are really, really simple softwares that you can probably get for free that allow you to just cut audio, you know, just like slice it out wherever you want you know wherever you want to delete whatever you're saying but don't feel the need to edit again I I really don't edit anything just because I think it's most authentic to not and just to like leave my stumbles in um the only thing I really do edit out is if I'm just like completely off a tangent or if I really am not getting at the point that I you know wanted to make or you know if I if I like cough really loud or something, you know, just something like that somebody really wouldn't want to hear or isn't really helping me. But, you know, if I say something or if I can't think of a word or something, I just, you know, blow it off and just keep going. Step 10. Wow. Oh, 
editing with step 10 LLC. I could cut that out right now if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. Um, step 11, we're almost there. There's only 13 steps. Step 11 is get a hosting service. So you might be like, what is a hosting service? And let me tell you, no one tells you about this. So I'm going to tell you about this. So I operated under the assumption when starting a podcast that I could just like do all this recording, all this stuff I already knew, you know, I was going to have to buy a mic, I was going to have to record, all that stuff. And I thought I could just like upload every episode to Apple Music or, I mean, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever. Well, that's not really how it works. So essentially how it works is you have to have a hosting platform. So this platform you will upload your episodes to the platform and then that platform will then distribute those episodes out to all the places that they need to go like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, different podcatchers which are basically ways to listen to the episode on the internet instead of you know going to an application Um, and so you need that host in order for those episodes to go up. So that's why I recommend Anchor because it's a hosting platform and it's free. So most hosting platforms make you pay in order to host your episode. So the more hours of audio that you want to upload every single month, the more it costs. So I used to use this platform called Buzzsprout, which it was great. It worked completely fine, but I was paying like $18 a month to upload four hours of audio, which to me isn't that much audio, number one, and it's kind of expensive for like a month over month recurring transaction. So that's why I started searching for free podcast hosting. And the only one that I found is Anchor. Don't quote me on it. There might be other ones that exist, but Anchor is actually, I believe, owned by Spotify. So it works really well. It's very user-friendly. It's really easy to use because it's, you know, it's by Spotify. You know, you I know that people that work at Spotify are good at making applications, so I trust, you know, the people at Anchor as well. And there are many more, like, podcasting platforms out there. Those are the only two I've had experience with, so, you know, feel free to do your own research, find where you want to host your episodes, but if you want to host them for free, you can use Anchor. You get unlimited audio space every month and it's all completely free and the way that they actually make money and keep it free is through you know the monetization of your podcast which is really nice because not only do the creators like me get a cut but so does anchor so anchor gets like 30 percent of whatever money i make which honestly to me is fine because i don't make a lot of money but if i were to you know have a sponsored segment um in the future that you know, if I was having a lot of listeners and making a lot of money, they would take more money out of my, um, more money out of my, you know, segment. So it really depends. I would say at the beginning, it's much better to go with a free hosting service because again, you don't want to put a ton of money into it, especially if it's just a hobby. But if down the line, I was like making a ton of money off of it, I probably wouldn't want Anchor to be taking 30% of my money away. So I'd probably switch back to Buzzsprout because if I'm making a ton of money from my podcast, $18 a month is very small in comparison to potentially 30% of my earnings. So again, it really just, it depends on what works best for you. But the great thing about hosting service, hosting services, regardless of which one you choose, they all kind of do the same thing, is that they 
you know, that's where you'll upload your episode. You can write the title of your episode, your description, all that stuff. Um, that all goes through my hosting service. I don't ever like upload anything directly to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And the hosting service helps you, you know, get your podcast landed into those applications. So you submit a like request of your RSS feed, which if you don't know what an RSS feed, it's a rich site summary. And that's essentially like a a log of your podcast info. Like it packages all your info of all your podcast episodes and, you know, your descriptions and all that stuff. And it exists as, you know, your RSS feed. And then that that RSS feed gets sent to all these places that can host your episode. And then that's how, you know, your episode goes live every week is because my RSS feed is embedded into Anchor. And so whenever I upload a new episode to Anchor, it immediately goes out to all the places. So that's essentially how it works. But when you submit your podcast to like Apple Podcasts for the first time, for example, I would expect for it to take about a week for your podcast to be approved. Um, and then Spotify, it literally took like 24 hours. Um, and then I'm not really sure how long all the other podcatchers take. Uh, those really aren't that important. I would say Apple Podcasts and Spotify account for over 90% of how anybody ever listens to podcasts. So as long as you have those two, you're pretty much golden. But one thing I will say is that I would recommend uploading three episodes on your launch day or like when you request your podcast to be approved. And I wish I had done this. I didn't do this, Um, but it makes a lot of sense why people do it. And I really just wish I would have I would have done it. It's basically because it just think about if you go to an Instagram and someone follows you on Instagram and you go click on their account to see if you want to follow them back and they have two pictures. You're, most of the time you're like, I have no idea who this is. I don't know if I care about their content. You know, they only have two pictures. And so most of the time you'll just kind of like skip over them. This this is the exact same thing with a podcast. So whenever you launch and only have one episode up, besides like your friends and family who, you know, know you and know about your podcast, the other random people that find you are not going to want to listen to an a podcast that only has one episode because they might listen to that one episode and you know it'd be like I don't know if I want to listen to this or not but if you know someone came across my my podcast right now they'll see I have 15 episodes out and they can look through the topics and kind of get a better feel for if they would like my content and want to like subscribe to my podcast or whatever so I would recommend having three episodes that are really targeted towards exactly what you want to talk about at the beginning to, you know, capture all those outside people and kind of draw them in as fast as possible. It also helps with SEO, which is search engine optimization and all that stuff, which I think is more important to know about down the line, which maybe I could make a a part two to this podcast about like marketing and growing your podcast. But just to start off, I would recommend having three episodes ready to go whenever you want to launch and you know, um, making sure they're really targeted towards exactly what you want your podcast to be about. All right, so I actually just went and took a quick break. I went on a walk with my mom and walked our dogs outside, and I actually 
before I keep going, I want to say I do actually take breaks and stop recording and pick up where I left off more often than you think because one thing that I will say is that people don't tell you like how hard it is to actually talk for an hour, like not just in terms of like thinking of stuff to say, but like the physical act of talking for an hour by yourself is actually like pretty hard. It kind of can make your throat hurt sometimes and it can just be like difficult. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I like totally sometimes just like pause my episodes and come back to it and like hop back on the train just like nothing like no one notices at all um and I'll I'll do that like pretty often even if it's not like taking a full I was gone for like over an hour even if it's not taking like a full hour break sometimes I'll just pause it like for 10 minutes you know make a cup of coffee or something get more water because I do run out of water or um like I can't drink water while I'm actually talking because there's awkward pauses and there's like weird drinking sounds so I'll pause it if I need to like chug some water get more water um so yeah just so you know that's like completely normal and a tip for you is like feel free to like stop recording and pick up where you left off especially if you record long podcasts now if I'm like uh doing a podcast with someone else usually I can like drink and like relax during it so I won't take a break then but if you're doing a solo episode definitely pro tip is to like feel free to pause and that's why I like to like separate out my content so I know exactly where I can like stop and start um so yeah that's just a tip for y'all so we'll go ahead and dive back in um number 12 so my 12th uh step is social media so the next thing you want to do after you know you've got your hosting service set up you're ready um you've uploaded your first episode to submit to apple podcasts and spotify is to make an instagram for your podcast and i say that this is probably the biggest way that people find me and find my podcast is just you know being a part of the podcasting community on instagram so 100% before you launch your podcast, I would recommend starting an Instagram and I actually didn't start mine until after mine launched and I wish I had like at least had a couple um, images, maybe three to six images up before my podcast launched to like preview the date and like just, you know, get people hyped up and like um, start growing your following before your podcast even launches because just building that awareness beforehand is just really important, I think. And a lot of people think that you should make a website for your podcast, and I personally don't agree. Um, And I guess it really depends on what the purpose of your podcast is. If your podcast is part of like a larger brand, like you have a blog and a YouTube and a podcast and you sell stuff on your Etsy, you know, you like have multiple internet channel things going on, then I'd probably recommend you having a website. And I actually have a website for my own personal um, design portfolio just because I'm a graphic designer and you have to have an online portfolio. Like that's a requirement, but I don't put my podcast on there. Maybe I could, but I I don't know how they really flow together. Again, this is just kind of my, my side thing. So if I had like a whole brand and a whole internet brand around this podcast and maybe a YouTube channel and a blog and all that stuff, then I would recommend building a website and like having it all in one place. But for me, it doesn't make a lot of sense to have a website. And actually, most of your podcast hosting services they will build out like a website page for your podcast so if you search up 
What's Stopping You with Kelsey Jones podcast on just like in Google, the first thing that should pop up is actually my Anchor page, which is my hosting service Anchor. We've talked about that. Um, the, the first thing that should pop up is my Anchor page. And if you click on it, it has a feed of all my podcast episodes and you can actually listen from there if you want to. So it kind of already makes a website for you. And the main thing you really need a website for is, um, uh, what do you call it? SEO or search engine optimization. But if you, your hosting service already makes it for you, I wouldn't necessarily say that you need to, um, you need to have a website. So I would say maybe that could be like a down the the road thing. Um, if you really have the time and you really want to, or you again, already have multiple other internet account channel things going on, maybe it's, it would be a good idea to do it, but I wouldn't keep it at top of mind necessarily. The next thing is like promote it on Facebook, Twitter, your personal Instagram, get it out to the people that you know, because I would say the best way that podcasts spread besides on Instagram is just like word of mouth. So like if you can get your friends and family listening, then they'll probably, if they enjoy it, be more likely to recommend it to another person and then another person, then another person. So um, just building those connections that you already have and just like taking advantage of those is really, really, really important, especially when you're starting and the people that will be listening are the people that already know you. And I also want to say because of Apple Podcasts and Spotify having to approve your episodes before they can go live, which again, this only happens the first time. So you have to have your podcast approved. And then once you're like uploading episodes regularly, you don't have to like have them approved every week. But at the beginning, you really never know when you're actually going to launch because as soon as Apple Podcasts says like, cool, you can have your podcast on our platform, like it's live. So I mean, again, Apple Podcasts can take anywhere from like three days for them to accept your podcast to up to two weeks. So you never really know when you're launching. So it's great to have social media to like keep people updated, you know, because you might say, oh, it'll be up on Sunday. And if Apple Podcasts hasn't approved it by then, then it's not up on Sunday. So uh, just be flexible. It kind of sucks at the beginning because you you might have a firm launch date that you want to you know, shoot for, but again, you never really know. Um, so yeah, that's one thing I'll say. And we are at step 13, which is kind of just my overall recommendations. It's not really a step, but just some pro tips before we dive into a couple Q&A questions. I know this is getting long. I'm sorry, guys, but I really hope this is helpful. Um, recommendations is to set a recording or planning schedule. So I plan out every episode and then I'll record. Sometimes I'll plan the episode multiple days in advance and then record on like the day before it goes live or I'll plan it and record it in the same day you know whatever works for you um is fine I I don't have a set recording and planning schedule but especially if you have a co-host I would recommend maybe like one hour on one day y'all plan and then another hour on another day you record and that's like your schedule um so if you if you're not good at like staying on top of stuff and you like let stuff hit the back burner, I'd recommend maybe every single Monday or whatever day of the week you want to pick, you plan, record, upload, like schedule it to upload and um then you're good to go for the week. And that's one thing I'll say is that you can schedule your episodes through your host. So I don't go into my my like account on Anchor every single Tuesday at 5 a.m. when my episodes come out god I would hate to do that every Tuesday at 5 a.m gosh um 
yeah, I don't go and upload it every single Tuesday at 5 a.m. I actually have it pre-uploaded and you can schedule your episode to go live. So if it's what today, it's Sunday, April 5th right now, and this episode will go up on April 7th. So I'm two days beforehand and I'm about to finish this, get it all ready and upload it. So yeah, it's already uploaded and it will, um, or yeah, once I finish this and upload it and schedule it for Tuesday, like I'm hands off. I don't have to do anything else and it'll go live when I want it to go live. One thing I also recommend is making sure you have enough time um, whenever you sit down to record an episode because even though these episodes are 45 minutes right now, we're at 50 minutes, whatever, um, they take a lot longer than that and maybe that's just because I mean, I guess it really depends. Sometimes I know exactly what I want to say and I just like go, 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 go. And I hit all the points and I don't go off in any tangents and it's really quick and easy. And sometimes like today I recorded my beginning five minutes of this episode like 17 times because I didn't like how it sounded. And, you know, you never know what kind of day it'll be. Um, So just make sure you have time to not rush yourself. And if you don't have time, um, whenever you think you're gonna do it to like mess up like make sure you find a time where you have time where okay make sure whenever you're about to record make sure you have the time allotted that allows you to make mistakes that's basically what I wanted to say because you will make mistakes every single time you record I don't do it perfectly every single time ever and this is my 15th episode so it takes a lot of practice but I yeah I'm still practicing all the time And I'm also still learning, so even though I feel like I have a pretty good grip on all this stuff, just know that, like, I don't know everything, and this also doesn't include everything that I do in terms of podcasting, Um, so if you ever have any other questions, I'd love to answer, but um, yeah, I don't know everything, I don't know, like, for example, I don't know really how remote co-hosting works, and that's something that I really want to get into because I'd love to have a remote guest Um, Right now, I've been confined to guests that I can physically meet up with and we can have our mic together and we can, you know, talk in the same room. But I would love to be able to record people that don't live in my city. So that's just, that's kind of all my recommendations. It's just like set a schedule, make sure you upload your episodes before, you know, the day comes so that they can be consistent and uploaded at the same time every week Um, and just always like continue to learn. So now we're going to get into the Q&A. I just have five questions that people asked me, so hopefully we can fly through these. I know this is this is really a long episode, but sorry I keep saying that. I shouldn't apologize for that. But um one thing someone asked, let's see. Someone said, "How did you make your cover art?" So I made my cover art like I said by myself in Adobe Illustrator because I'm a graphic designer. Um And I just have had those design skills for a long time because I go to school for design and all that stuff. So I just kind of already knew how to make it. Um, But yeah, if you don't have design skills, I would just recommend not even trying and just outsourcing it to a designer or a college student or a friend or somebody that you know can do design better than you can because the one of the most important things to invest in besides your mic is your podcast cover art. The next question I got was how do you know what to talk about? So I again like I said at the beginning I kind of tried to find like a niche that fit a bunch of topics I wanted to talk about and another thing that you could do 
is like think of specific episode ideas like in the beginning this is before like this is like going back to step one where you're um figuring out your topic and knowing why you want to record this podcast or have a podcast figure out like a bunch of episode topics that you think would be really interesting to talk about and then figure out what kind of overarching theme that those episodes fall under and that's like what your podcast is about but how do I know what to talk about I think I just have a bunch of ideas that I find either inspiration from other people's episodes um or I love to listen to a lot of y'all's feedback and hear what y'all actually want to hear and then I also just kind of think about like things that I would have found helpful to know beforehand like um kind of how to stay committed to fitness during quarantine was an episode that somebody did suggest but I feel like a lot of people could benefit from that um so I just kind of think about what could be helpful and what's like applicable to the time that it's going up in for example like uh, the new year's resolution one I talked about my how to set new year's up your new year up for success in January I feel like if I posted that now people would be confused so just kind of think about the time frame which you're uploading it what your podcast is about and what people want to hear and that's like a really easy way for you to kind of pick and choose what episode topics to talk about My next question is, what is the time commitment? And this is a great question because I talked about this at the very beginning of the episode and I wanted to elaborate here. Um, The time commitment thing is a little interesting. So, oh my gosh, I'm sitting looking outside my window and a little robin, I think it's a robin or a cardinal, I don't know, a red bird just flew right in front of me. It's so cute. Aww. Okay, sorry. Um, so I, as I hinted at the beginning, oh my gosh, it's so cute. It's getting closer. Oh, oh, he's so cute. Oh my gosh, I should take a picture. Hold on, I'll be right back. Okay, I got a picture. <laughs> um, so I've been interrupted too many times. Um, like I said, this all this stuff that I'm talking about today, um, on the front end of getting your podcast set up is a pretty significant time commitment. It took me over a month probably to get all my ducks in a row. Um, And yeah, I would say uh, having a solid month of prep work is like going to definitely set you up for success. Um, So that's why this time right now when we don't have a ton of stuff to do is the perfect time for us to, to, you know, for you to start your podcast and start thinking about it and you know start planning it because once you do all this stuff once your podcast has been approved by apple podcasts and spotify and you have your social media set up and you can start thinking of a posting schedule every week and you have a recording and um posting schedule for your podcast every week that makes life really freaking easy so for me personally, I, every single Sunday, I do this for both my personal and my podcast Instagram. Um, I, every Sunday I plan out my Instagram. So whatever I'm going to post throughout the week, I use an application called Unum or Unum. I don't know how it's spelled U-N-U-M. Um, and that helps you like with analytics, you know, see when the best times to post are, when most people are on, when you get best engagement, what kind of posts give you best engagement, and it's free. So y'all should definitely check it out. Um, so every Sunday I plan out my Instagram posts. I, you know, 
get all my pictures that I want to post, you know, filter them, edit them, however I want to do that, write out all my captions, write when I'm going to post them. And then every day that I have an uh, Instagram post that I have to post, I just post it. It's already ready to go. I don't even have to think about it. And that saves you a lot of time and um, just like random pieces of time throughout the week, you know, you can get it all done at once. But in terms of my podcast, it's really easy because I usually have like a running list of episode ideas. So I kind of just pick from one of those or like I'll have another idea that just comes to mind. And I think, oh, that's a great idea. Like this week, someone really wanted this episode. And so I was like, this is a perfect time because we're in quarantine. People could benefit from this. So let's run with it. And usually it takes me anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour to write down my notes and really plan out what the episode's going to be about. And I write notes for every single episode, like I said. And then recording can take anywhere from like an hour to two hours usually for like a 30 to one minute, 30 minute to one hour episode, sorry. Um, so yeah, the I would say less than three hours a week per episode. Um is definitely true. I would say I could probably under two hours a week, um, spend under two hours a week working on the podcast, um, including like Instagram stuff, um, my planning and recording. Like it's really, really not too difficult to get it all done. Um, but that's because I have like all my methods and stuff already set up so I already like have all my segments for like if I have ads or if I had intro music like you already have your intro music ready if everything is ready for you and all you have to do is plan the content of your episode and record it it makes it so much easier so that's why I would say to get all this stuff done now my fourth question is how do you talk for 45 minutes and I think I said this earlier I don't I don't remember but I feel like I did I I don't know how I talk for 45 minutes at the beginning I thought I couldn't but I feel like it's easier than I expected it to be but also it's not easy in the fact that I don't think everybody can talk for 45 minutes I don't think it's everybody's personality to talk for 45 minutes I'm a very extroverted talkative descriptive person I feel like and I like I want to make sure I get my point across. And so because of all those factors, I feel like I just talk a lot. And I feel like in my life, I talk a lot. I don't know. I'm not super quiet. I'm not super introverted. If you're one of those people who like you could just talk to anybody all day about anything, you could walk up to anyone and strike a conversation like you should start a podcast because talking for 45 minutes isn't too difficult if that's you. If that's not you, then maybe maybe either podcasting isn't for you or maybe 45 minute episodes aren't for you or maybe you need to figure out like um maybe you need to do more planning like for me planning is the reason I can talk for 45 minutes if I didn't have all these notes and this plan for this episode there's just no way in hell I'd be able to talk for 45 minutes because I wouldn't know what to say and it would get all jumbled this way it keeps it organized and it keeps you know keeps me talking um so again I don't know that everybody can talk for 45 minutes. Maybe you need a co-host in order to make your podcast 45 minutes long. And again, it doesn't have to be 45 minutes long. If you want your podcast to be 25 minutes long, that's totally cool. Some people want to listen to a 25-minute podcast. So I don't know how I talk for 45 minutes, but I don't think it's something that everybody can do. 
And the last question, thank goodness. I'm like so tired of talking and this is already my second round of talking. Um, why don't I edit my podcasts? Okay, so I get this uh, this question a lot, um, but a lot of people like that I don't edit my podcast, so I don't know if people ask this because they think like, oh, why don't you edit your podcast? Or like, ju- they're just genuinely curious. I don't, I don't know what way to take this. Um, but I personally don't edit my podcast because going back to number three, where you listen to your competitors, the people that I listen to don't edit their podcasts. And I really liked the authenticity of it. And I really liked how they weren't afraid to be vulnerable or to stumble or to say the wrong thing or, um, you know, whatever. Not that I, I mean, like I said, I will like cut stuff off if it's really like off base, but like if I were to say a word wrong and just correct myself, I'll just leave it in there, you know, because I feel like the best part about this podcast and what people really do like about my podcast, and I've heard this so many times, is just how real it is and how authentic it is to me and who I am, Um, especially if people know me in real life, but like they just, they can tell that whenever whenever I'm talking, like, they feel like there's another person in the room. It's not like I'm, you know, have to be perfect all the time while I'm talking. Um, And I feel like that's also a lot of pressure to put on yourself to, like, sound perfect and say exactly the right thing and be grammatically correct all the time. And I'm just, like, I, I don't think I would like to listen to someone like that. I'd rather listen to someone who sounds like, you know, they're my friend. So that's why I don't edit my podcasts because it's just more real for me and what I would want to listen to and not everybody wants to listen to that some people want to listen to really produced intro music outro slogan saying clips and bunch of segments and all that stuff if you listen to gals on the go podcast which I have listened to some of their episodes I'm not like a huge fan like I I like them their podcast but it's not like I'm like a regular listener or subscriber um and one thing that I don't like about their podcast is like all the sound effects and all the segments and all that stuff I do sometimes like the content of their podcast episodes but I'm not always a huge fan of just like the production of it and that's again just personal preference so I don't edit my episodes for personal preference essentially and it saves a lot of time too I don't really have the time to do all this editing stuff. All right, so that is the end of our Q&A, and that is the end of this episode. We're an hour and five minutes in, and you made it. Um, The main takeaway from today is that podcasting, oh my gosh, podcasting can take a while to get set up, but it can be a pretty low time commitment once you keep going, or yeah, once you keep going and once, you know, you have all your ducks in a row. So I would really encourage you to start now rather than later because you do have the time. Um, I hope all this was really useful information. This is really everything you need to know from start to finish. If you have any additional questions, please reach out to me. Please Um, DM me on Instagram. My Instagrams are below as always. I'm also going to link some extra resources below that I found really helpful whenever I was starting a podcast. There's one resource in particular, which is Podcast Insights. It's like some, a website all about like podcasting tips and stuff um, that I would really, really, really recommend that you follow their plan. That's kind of how I devised this plan as well, but with my own changes and my own thoughts, but I, I would definitely recommend looking through that resource. But yeah, I'll have a couple more as well linked. 
But yeah, please, please always subscribe to my podcast. I'd love to have you as a regular listener. If this is your first episode, I hope you enjoyed it. Again, usually my episodes aren't this this narrow of a focus, but um, again, a lot of y'all were really interested in this topic. Um, If you do listen and you really have enjoyed today's episode, please go ahead and rate it five stars. Um, I would really appreciate it, and if you do want to write me a short review, again, I would also appreciate that, and I always share those on my Instagram, so if you ever, you know, want to be a little spotlight on my Instagram, on my podcast Instagram, or my personal, um, you can write me a review if you want. But I hope y'all have a great week. Again, stay safe, um, stay inside, or, you know, hang out in your backyard, get some vitamin D, girl. Um, You know, just I hope you're staying safe and staying sane. Um, Hopefully we can all get through this together and get this over with sooner rather than later. So just do your part. And, you know, we're all in it together. So I'm always here for you if you ever need anything. Um, I would love to listen to anything y'all have to say about this podcast, this episode, um, whatever's on your mind. It can be completely unrelated. You know, I'm always here. Um, You know where to find me. It's always linked below. But um, yeah, have a great rest of your day. Um, I can't wait to see y'all or have y'all listen, I guess. I don't know. Can't wait for y'all to be back on next Tuesday. So yeah, see you guys. Bye.